Hey everybody, it's Billy. And this is Felicia. Welcome to Our, Our Odd, Odd Pod Podcast. A podcast dedicated to the odd, the macabre, and, and everything, everything in, in between. between. Yeah. yeah, that might might sound like we practiced that. We did not. That felt really good too. Yeah, it was, it was natural. Oh, natural. Um, yeah, anyway, so I'm going to start the show like we always do. How's it going? Pretty good. Nice. It feels weird being on the um the opposite end of this. Oh yeah, so today or tonight, depending on where you are when you're listening, I suppose. Um you get treated to a little bit of that Billy Bones action. Some uh it's me at the helm. This no is a pressure. Billy-led episode. Billy-led episode. Yes. Um I know what we're talking about today, but I've done my hardest to not like do any research myself yeah um i also done my hardest not to do any research so like <laughs> we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes um you know i'm a little nervous but we'll see what happens you know what i'm looking forward to it just to kind of like get away from everything that's going on within the world today yeah like this past week because fuck whatever that was Right. Also, I feel like we start pretty much every weekly episode with Some kind it's of a nice disaster. way to get away with what's going on this God. week. <laughs> or get away from, not with. We I didn't do anything. Yet. Not yet. I no. feel like we've. this is like, what, our fifth episode? This will be our fifth episode. Oh my God, we should be on Spotify by the time this one comes out. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. You should be able to be listening to this on Spotify right so, now. That would put three out of five episodes that I'm going to speak about a hurricane. Yeah, so there's another hurricane coming towards us. Hurricane Delta is headed right towards us. That's right. There's so many that they ran out of fucking letters. And now they're on the Roman alphabet. Uh, Greek, Greek alphabet. alphabet. God. Yeah. This one's headed... Right towards us. But you know what? Romans stole everything else from the Greeks, so they might as well have stolen the alphabet, too. So, like, what's up with that? Hmm? We could just make it out of um hurricane season alive at this point. Yeah, dude. Like, every single one. So far, we've been very lucky. But everyone has been, you know, hey, you know what would be cool? Like, you guys want to go to New Orleans? Oh, my <laughs> God. Like... Why does everyone keep wanting to come to New Orleans? Yeah, it's... We keep getting. What it do they rains call it? for five minutes. We're already underwater. What we don't it? live in New Orleans, but we're close enough. Is it? It's like the cone of possibility or something. What's it called? I only look at the spaghetti model. Okay. Well, I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming there are noodles involved. I'll show you a spaghetti model. <laughs> okay. Spaghetti model. I don't. I. I prefer like fettuccine models because you know, like I don't like these uh, corporate standards of beauty. Oh yeah. Uh, so I guess I should stop stalling and start the episode. We can keep stalling if you want. All right, let's stall. Let's stall for a minute and a half. Okay. Um, who watched <laughs> the debate last week? Uh, I watched like five minutes oh, of it, and was... then I kind of had to turn it off because it was like. I don't know. It's like your two drunk uncles arguing at a family reunion. I watched it while I was at work. I was hiding. Yeah. Also, I... what the fuck was that? That's just pretty much like my entire mood for 2020 right now. We were doing okay in the beginning of it, and it feels like September really kicked my ass. And then October came, and I was really excited. And now it's kicking my ass. <laughs> yeah, you know? It's just like... Just keeps getting worse, don't it? Well, you know what? I would say August was the bad, really bad month. So as long as it can be just the normal level of shitty for 2020, then I'll be okay. I am looking forward to Halloween, though. Like, we don't have any plans, but I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm going to find someone to give them fucking candy. I put in a formal request at work for, like, time off on Halloween, mm -hmm. and I claimed it was religious reasons <laughs> that's awesome but also not a great way for my uncle not to think that you're a wiccan oh not a wiccan definitely <laughs> so, not a wiccan if you're listening lee sorry she's just a spooky girl spooky boo 
so that's actually a minute and a half so i guess i need to actually wow, start talking about um what i'm actually really nervous about. to be not <laughs> the one actually you know what these are slightly edited so the minute and a half thing is going to confuse someone someone's probably right now thinking that wasn't a fucking minute and a half but you can also hear ice maker just dropping just dropping ice yeah we're dripping in ice dripping in ice so it occurs to me that I have yet to say what this episode is oh, about. Oh, yeah. If the title or the description didn't tell you, Oh, my God, how much shit. ice? <laughs> if the description or the title didn't tell you, this episode's about sleep paralysis. Yes, you heard me right. I'm so excited. Sleep paralysis. Um, how long did you plan that? Just now, popped in my head. <laughs> so what do you know about sleep paralysis? Um, I've experienced sleep paralysis. I don't remember if I've told you or not. Um, you've mentioned it. I don't want to hear about it right now, but I definitely want to hear about it at a preordained moment later in the show. Okay. Um, so I'm fairly familiar with sleep paralysis. Um, it hasn't happened in a couple of years, but it used to happen a lot. When we lived at the um the house and well when I lived at the house in Alabama, uh huh, um it happened a lot more than and I don't know if it has to do with like stress or not sleeping. You you know what we're gonna find out, but those are two very good guesses. Okay, well that that probably makes sense because I wasn't I wasn't sleeping and I was very stressed. <laughs> so like any good last minute presentation. We're going to start with a question. What is sleep paralysis? What is sleep paralysis? Sleep paralysis is a condition that involves a brief loss of muscle control. Okay, that makes sense. So the loss of muscle control is known as atonia. You know, in most medical terminology, A is the absence of something. Right? I did not know that. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, Um. so like... Was it like sleep apnea? Yeah, like sleep apnea, right. It's like a temporary moment where you stop breathing so apnea without is like breath. without breath yeah oh, but i'm i feel super smart you right are now. so fucking and i smart. said i was uneducated she's a fucking liar she's what she's mad smart so anyway um this uh moment of atonia it typically happens just after you wake up or right before you fall asleep right oh that's terrifying yeah so we'll get into why but my heart um, is just pounding right now thinking about it as part of sleep paralysis not just the atonia, but you also have um, hallucinations, right? Yep. Which we'll also get into. Sleep paralysis is an abnormal sleep behavior. I think we can all agree, right? So, like, you should either be asleep or you should be awake. You shouldn't be in between. I don't know. At some point, it was my normal. So, abnormal behaviors during sleep are referred to as parasomnias. Okay. Okay. We can kind of break that word apart, right? Parasomnia. What's abnormal para sleep. Oh, okay. I'm assuming it means like something out of the ordinary, like paranormal. Oh, okay. I'm going back to I'm uneducated. <laughs> Did not connect those two together. Sleep paralysis is connected to our cycle of REM sleep, where we're in like a deep sleep. It's also kind of like our dream state, right? It's when oh. we're dreaming. So it's considered a REM parasomnia. I'm, I'm learning a lot. Yeah, it's like, don't worry. It sounds like a class right now, but it's going to get interesting sorry you just got to get through the boring stuff that's okay i'm, I'm i think this is super fascinating just a little joke so normal rem sleep involves both vivid dreaming and atonia so you're dreaming very vividly but you can't move because atonia is a defense mechanism that our body uses that keeps us from acting out our dreams oh so like when we're paralyzed while we're sleeping it's literally so we don't get up and act out what the fuck is happening in our dream. Uh, yeah, because I was going to fight somebody for trying to get into our apartment. I can only imagine what I would do to the old hag that was sitting on my chest. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, which is also interesting because people who sleepwalk are having sort of like the opposite problem of, of, of so sleep paralysis. So they're not going into... They're having an interruption in that state of atonia, I'm assuming. I don't really know, but that's not what we're here to talk about, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> When you start waking up and like putting your couch cushions in the oven. Yeah, yeah. You and your brother are like throwing milk on the floor and stuff like yeah. stepbrothers. So yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. It literally prevents us from acting out our dreams. So normally... Super comforting. Yes. 
normally atonia ends when you wake up, right? It makes sense. The dreaming's over. It's time to wake up. So there's no reason to be paralyzed anymore. No reason. Right. So we can go to sleep. We can wake up without ever being aware of this inability to move. And I'm assuming that's why when you're tossing and turning a lot at night, you wake up, you don't feel very rested. I was just going to say that. Right. You're not in REM sleep because you can move. So you never in REM sleep, are you? (laughs) I don't feel like it. Because of how these mechanisms in our bodies work, most of the researchers that I've encountered during my admittedly brief research into this subject believe that sleep paralysis is actually a state of mixed consciousness where we're stuck between REM sleep and wakefulness. I'm sorry, we're talking about sleep and I'm just yawning the entire time. Yeah, so actually we got a comment about yawning on the podcast. I'm trying to not yawn audibly, but like... (laughs) So if you're listening to this on the way to work, I'm so sorry. Maybe just listen to it before you go to bed. Yeah. But but, maybe not, if I think what's going to happen later. (laughs) Right. We want you to actually finish the episode. And I know you can let our soothing, sultry voices lull you into a deep state of rim sleep. I could screech you back awake whenever the scary parts happen. You're going to screech, please warn me so I can take my headphones off. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, essentially um, in this state of between REM sleep and, and wakefulness or being awake, we're still feeling the effects of the atonia and we're receiving the dream images from REM sleep while simultaneously being in a state of self-awareness or wakefulness. So like why is it always just like a few things that pop up whenever you're like going through like a state of sleep paralysis? That's a very good question, Um, and we're going to get into it, kind of. Are we all just dreaming about the same? There's not a great answer, to be honest, why it's like a few of the same things over and over. Right. My uneducated guess at this point would be that there's so much folklore about what was causing it that it sort of worked its way into our collective self, like collective consciousness. Okay. So maybe we're kind of like projecting that whenever we get into that state. Well, I'll talk about this later. Well, I guess I'll, I'll mention it later whenever we okay. go over other sleep paralysis things, I guess. Cause... Yeah, it, we are going to come back to it. Okay. Because um, I have something else to say about it, too. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Actually, I'm sorry to cut you off. That's okay. Um, so, yeah, we're still receiving the dreams. We can't move, but we're self-aware. We're awake, right? Mm-hmm. So this is essentially where this, where sleep paralysis comes from. I can't move. There's something in my room. So okay. now let's talk about the hallucinations people experience during sleep paralysis. Okay. This is the part I'd like, I'm most interested in. Yeah, because me too. Because to me, this is where it really starts to get freaky because there are a lot of similarities in the imagery across various cases. And not just various cases, but like various cultures as well, which is, I mean, trippy, right? So like, like everyone, like... All over the world is seeing like what, like the same three images. Well, yeah, I mean, like a variation of three certain things, but this is kind of like the same way whenever you're driving as a child, like with your parents. This is like way back before Game Boys and like phones were a thing that you'd always imagine somebody like jumping from light pole to light pole. Dude, I can't believe you also did that. Yeah, yeah, it's like do... a thing. Yeah, that's crazy. I read that on the internet. I was like, what? It literally blew my mind because I thought I was just insane. That blows my mind because I totally do that. Um, or I did that rather. Might still do that. Still do that. <laughs> um, so what really makes this freaky for me, okay? Really freaky is because the guess that I had about how maybe people just talk about it so much, it just kind of worked its way in. So that's why we see what we but see, I right? I didn't feel like I knew what sleep paralysis was until I was like experiencing it. Right. But the... Crazy part is that supposedly only about 8% of people experience sleep paralysis. Oh. So now I did find an article that cited a study claiming that about 30% of the population experience sleep paralysis at, at least once in their life. So what I, my interpretation is 8% of people experience it regularly. Maybe 30% experience it at least once in their Do life. Do you think right? they just think that it's like a nightmare that they had? It could be. And also, you know, there are always going to be people who think maybe they had it and they didn't or people that didn't realize they had it. Uh, I know you're going to ask about my experience later, so I'll just keep quiet. I am. I have a very specific point where I want to ask about that. Okay, I'll just I'll, I'll be quiet. 
So generally, hallucinations during sleep paralysis fall into one of three categories. Okay. The intruder. And this is when you have visions of someone or something, like in the corner of your room, standing near your bed, or you just feel like an ominous presence. Had that. Okay. Chest pressure. Had that. And these are the types of hallucinations that involve a feeling of suffocation, like something's crawled on top of you. Mm -hmm. Um, In a lot of cases, in fact, people report actually seeing some creature on their chest strangling them. So most cases that I've heard of or that I've read about for sleep paralysis involve a combination of these two types of hallucinations. Yep. And then finally, the last one, and the one I've heard the least about is a feeling of movement, like an out-of-body experience. I... And I'm assuming that this also includes, um, like, feeling like you're drowning. Is this kind of... Okay, well, I feel very above average right now. But I don't know, because I would also consider maybe chest pressure could be feeling like drowning, but I have heard of people with sleep paralysis that felt like they were drowning. So there's, like, this outer body experience. Do you feel like this could be, like, astral projection? Personally, no, I do not think this could be astral projection, but I do feel like that this could account for a lot of cases of people who feel like they have astrally projected, yes. Okay, cool. Well, I... Just because you know me, I'm like a naysayer. Yeah, I feel like um, I've, I've experienced all three of these. At once? No, not at once. Okay, well... It was a long year. <laughs> well, we're gonna... I want to finish... I want to hear about it, but I want to finish yeah, I talking know. I, so that whenever you tell me the story, it'll make sense in your mind. Like, I keep bringing it up, but it's just like, oh, yeah, I, I've definitely done that. I just want you to know that I'm super stoked to hear your story, okay. and I'm not trying to, like, shut you up. Okay, no. It's just like, it's going to, with all this knowledge, it's going to be so much better. Well, th- things are definitely, like, clicking. So, like I said, most of the accounts of sleep paralysis they seem to be a combination of the first two types of hallucinations. And so much so that cultures, like I mentioned before, mm-hmm. all over the world have specific folklore that involves sleep paralysis. And I'm going to talk about a few of them. Okay. For example, in Brazil, there is an old crone named, and I'm going to mispronounce this. It's like an old hag. Oh. Like a like the stereotypical. No, I've seen her. Wi- okay. <laughs> her name is Pisadeira, probably butchered that i'm so sorry for anyone who speaks portuguese but beatrice she creeps around on rooftops and attacks people who sleep on their backs with full bellies maybe i got her sister so if you are in brazil and you go to sleep with a full belly this old roof crone is going to creep into your room and attack you me every night (laughs) japanese folklore attributes sleep paralysis to vengeful spirits which i don't know i feel like there's a lot of spiritual connections in japanese lore right i think so that uh in nigeria there's a demon woman who pounces on you in newfoundland they call it old hag where's newfoundland it's in canada oh right i have no idea is it newfoundland in canada i thought you called it like newfoundland and i was like where did it let me see there's a pause while i look up where it is i'm fairly certain it's like the far west of canada Oh, well, did you look at that? Oh, I'm sorry. Most easterly. I In my mind, I pictured the east, but I said the west because I'm dumb. Anyway, they call it old hag syndrome because it feels like there's a witch perched on your chest. Are you seeing a connection? Yeah. Okay. In Scandinavian folklore, they attribute sleep paralysis to a creature closely related to succubi or incubi known as a mare. Horse. Okay. And a mare, no, a mare is a cursed woman who, if I understand correctly... While she is asleep, visits villagers who are also sleeping and sits on their rib cages, giving them nightmares. But like, so, why? Sorry. Why would she do that? I mean, what else you got to do, you know? You've got time when you're sleeping, I guess. And for anyone who's interested, there's a 2011 Swedish film called Mary Ann that's based around this folklore. Wait, is it, um, is it spoken in? I'm pretty sure it's probably in Swedish, yes. Can we dub that? We're going to dub it ourselves. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> we have dubbed the movie um, Old Hag. It's interesting. There's a fun fact that I don't I, I don't want to skip over. Okay. Okay. That the creepy lady from Scandinavian folklore shares a name. It's actually an Old English word, mare, right? Okay. That's a, It's an Old English demon or goblin. And, and I'm fairly certain it's an Old English word first. I'm not sure. 
but with like you know what was going on they during that just time like period. Bounced around back then. They probably pillaged that word out of England, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, um, white people. They're essentially the same chest sitting creeper, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. But did you know that it's the origin of the word nightmare? I did not know that. Because the mare would visit you in the night. So it's a nightmare. It has nothing to do with a horse. My mind is just... Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I felt like I could not go on any further without giving that very fun fact. I feel very pleased with myself. You look pleased with yourself. There's probably a lot of people that maybe they're like, yeah, I fucking knew that, you asshole. I didn't know that. So anyway, this belief in like a hag entity right it's always the hag it keeps popping up the hag exists in parts of georgia and south carolina like georgia yeah like atlanta georgia yeah wow and south carolina by way of if i'm not mistaken gullah lore you know like come and let's play together yeah gullah gullah island remember that mm-hmm. it's actually there's an island where off south carolina mm-hmm. where like the gullah mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. settled so it wasn't just like a fun Nickelodeon show. There's, it's actually like a people and a culture. So the hag is a being who leaves her physical body at night. Why does she do this? Reasons? To sit on people's chests, obviously. Uh, I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum. <laughs> and the nightmare state induced by this old bitch sitting on your chest is referred to as being hag ridden. Yeah. I like that. Get hag ridden, baby. Mm-hmm. Once again, I'm not yucking anyone's yum. <laughs> you know what? The older the berry, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> Excuse me. I go vomit. Why is it a witch as opposed to any other type of fully grown adult? Why? I, I do not know. Oh. But there you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's even a painting. And if you look up anything about sleep paralysis, you have 100% seen this painting. It's by a dude named Henry Fuseli. Do you have the the picture? And it's called The Nightmare. Um, I do have the picture. I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. Maybe we can post that on Instagram so everyone who hasn't seen it can see it. I'll get better about posting things on Instagram, too. What's it called? It's called The Nightmare. And if you look at it, it's just basically 100% what you're imagining. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, right? Yeah. Most people have probably seen it without realizing what it what they're looking at. But yeah, it shows a young woman in bed with some sort of gremlin crouched on top of her. And like I said, I'm pretty sure that it's if you, you look up... you giving me a kiss in the morning. Yeah, that's it. I'm pretty sure if you look up anything about sleep paralysis, that's what that's a picture that, that you'll find. So what do you think so far? Are you learning things? I am one. One, I am definitely learning things. And two, I feel like I'm going to have some kind of episode tonight. I hope not. Just give me one and I'll come save you. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about the screaming part. But I want to take this opportunity. Okay. And it's going to feel a little tangential, but it is connected. I promise. Okay. okay. I want to talk about a... You could, I guess you could call it a cryptid or a creature. Oh, I love a good cryptid. Um, it's from German, German. It's it's from the German, uh, German folklore. Is called... his name Armin? No. So if it's from folklore, I don't know if it. I guess that's a cryptid, right? That counts. Um, I'm gonna count it. It's called an Alp, like the mountains, a yeah. kind of Alp or it... Armin. Alp. Armin. No, it's an Alp. Alp. It's not. Armin. He's, he's dead. Armin is not dead. Oh, my bad. I might have to go back and listen to the first episode again. Now I know how much you listen. Anyway, who's the Corpse Bride guy's dead, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, this is relatable because the Alp attacks by sitting on the chest of their sleeping victims. This was something... Where is this at? In Germany. Ooh. So this is something I was going to talk about during our first episode back before we really figured out how the hell we were going to do this. Mm-hmm. And like before we really got a handle on this whole podcasting thing. Is this like all of Germany or just like certain parts? That's a very good question. Okay. I do not have the answer to that. I'm sorry. That's okay. I was just thinking like if it was like a West Germany or an East Germany thing. Oh, you know what? That's a good question. I want to say from what I read, it's like 
an old German thing. So I think it came before West East Germany. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, okay, sorry. I'll quit interrupting. No, please. Please interrupt me. Yeah, interrupt me so that I can not answer your questions and I'll know what to look for later the next time I do an episode. <laughs> It's like, what kind of obscure questions will Felicia ask me? Right. No, I'm here for it. So the Alp is a creature from German folklore that is sometimes compared to a vampire or a succubus. You remember I mentioned earlier yes. the mare being compared to an incubi and a, or mm -hmm. a succubi? Yes. Um, but the Alp does have certain similarities, important similarities to these creatures, but it's actually quite quite unlike either of those things. The main difference is that it gets its powers from a magic hat, and it's called <laughs> a... It's my, it's my barista visor. <laughs> the magic hat is called a tarnkapa, which roughly translates It's definitely to... the pins that I put in my hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, cam it's going to disguise me as like a happy-go-lucky person. Yeah. So tarnkapa roughly translates to a camouflage cap. Tarn Kappa. Which I'm sorry to any German listeners. Uh, I definitely butchered that pronunciation, Tarn but Kappa. I even spelled it out phonetically. Tarn Kappa. Tarn Kappa. Ka. It's K A H. Ka. Pa. Tarn Kappa. That's Puh. the phonetic spelling. I'm sorry. The actual spelling is K A P P E. Tarn Napkin. See, if I tried to read that without looking up how to say it, I would have said Tarn Cappy or Tarn Cappe. Not Italian. Tarn the cappy. You're like German. Get into the kappa. Tarn kappa. That's Arnold. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. So this is roughly, roughly translates to I did to not act like cap. that when I was in Germany. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's because it's late and I haven't had caffeine. You know what? It's not that late. That will all... I'm supposed to be in bed in like 30 minutes. And you will be. Oh. But apparently there are is tons. Is a threat? It's a threat. I have my, my own personal corpse bride. That's my sleep paralysis demon talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Felicia, it's me. Your sleep paralysis demon. Oh, hold on. Wait. Now it's your sleep paralysis demon. Anyway. Help. So, apparently there Please? are tons of variations of this monster in surrounding European areas. One of which, do you want to guess what it is? Uh, yeah, no. The fucking old hag. I panicked. <laughs> Yep, the hairy old lady that sits on your chest and chokes you during your kinky, kinky sleep paralysis is related to, <laughs> to the elf. <laughs> um, if only she was wearing lingerie. However, alps are usually male, which is a interesting change of things, and attack... Well, the fucking patriarchy. Right, fucking patriarchy. They typically attack female victims at night, and I'm guessing that's how they're related to succubi. No, that would be incubi, right? Incubi. Yeah. Anyway, they control their victims' dreams, and they create crazy nightmares. I'm just saying, if a man is sitting on my chest, that's already a nightmare. What about the billy blanket? I love a billy blanket. Um. So the alp attacks by sitting on a sleeper's chest and becoming heavier and heavier until the sleeper wakes up out of breath and unable to move. Does that sound familiar? I don't like that. This is called... Alp druck, which means elf pressure or elf oppression. Alp, alp truck. Alp, alp druck. Alp druck sounds like you're drunk. Alp druck. Yeah. You're looking for the truck with the tree on it. Looking for the alp druck. Um, so <laughs> late night at the disco. <laughs> Get me to the alp truck. Get me to the alp druck. Let's it's go to the rasmataz. It's got a little tree on it. I should probably mention that Alp is a variation of the word elf. I'm not really going to spiral into the whole elf thing, but I will say this ain't your grandma's Legolas. Grandma didn't have a Legolas. In a fair amount of medieval lore, elves are apparently little deceptive buttholes. And I can believe that just based off of like Christmas elves. Yeah. OG Christmas elves, not the cute ones. Not the cute reindeer claymation ones. Like the ones from Iceland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were even specific prayers that ward off elves. Isn't that crazy? What kind of like what kind of prayer prayers? So I did find a prayer that warded off elves. Yeah. The most famous is the 14th century Mucinire Natskijin, a prayer that's to be said at night, which includes the lines "Elf" or also "Little Elf, 
you shall remain no longer. Elf's sister and father, you shall go out over the gate. Sounds kind of cute. Elf's mother, Trout and Mare, you shall go out to the roof ridge. Let the mare not oppress me. Let the Trout not pinch me. Let the mare not ride me. Mm. Let the mare not mount me. Oh. Elf, with your crooked nose, I forbid you to blow on people. Well, at the beginning, it sounded really cute. <laughs> and um, they mentioned Trout, which I'm, is, a, is actually like a druid. It's also a kind of another kind of malevolent nocturnal spirit. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna go back. It was really cute. It did seem. I bet it sounds cute in German. I mean, if kids are saying it, not if it's like being spoken by a 35-year-old big scary German man, or a little scary German man. I was talking about you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm big and scary, y'all. So yeah, um, I guess we can add. Hairy little weirdo sitting on people and drinking their nipple blood to the list of sleep paralysis Where monsters. Where did nipple blood come in? So Alps drink blood from people's nipples. What? Yeah. Did I not mention that? No. If you did, I apparently was yawning. No, I don't. I think I. I don't. I think I might have glossed over that one. Yeah, <laughs> That's drink, not something to gloss over. They, they drink that nipple blood. God. <laughs> I take it back. They're not cute anymore. No, they were never cute. The prayer was cute. The Alps are, are terrifying. So, where do Alps come from? I'm very glad that you asked that. <laughs> Sometimes they're demons or recently dead relatives. If you're having a baby and you decide chomping down on a horse collar might ease the pain, well, bad news. That baby might become an Alp. Wait, are you telling me that people used to bite horse collars? I'm telling you people used to bite horse collars. Well, okay. Or maybe they didn't because they didn't want their baby to become an evil sleep demon. But, okay. Yeah. What's, um, okay. What's a horse collar? I'm assuming it's like a maybe like the bit or the reins. Oh, okay. That that's problem. Okay, because I was thinking that you were biting a horse's. Probably neck. not the bit though, right? Because that's metal, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know that much about horses. I know they have big dead eyes. Um, stillborn babies, hairy palmed babies, people with unibrows. Ooh, me. And sometimes regular dudes just become Alps at night because why the fuck not? Like, for no reason. Yeah. Oh, okay. And finding these people out, you know how you do that? How? Well, it's basically the plot to Silver Bullet by Stephen King. Okay. <laughs> so, you, even though I know that's about a werewolf, but just hear me out. Do you, you have to, like, shoot them? You wound the creature. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then you find the person with that wound the next day. Yeah. So, did you see Silver Bullet? No. <laughs> okay. But so you, you want them to, like, heal overnight? Right. That doesn't happen. I know. You go, you find them, and then you're like, hey, I shot a creature last night in the same place. You have a bullet now. You must be the creature. Does that make sense? It does, but also, like, what the fuck? And who's responsible? It's those goddamn witches. Wh what witches? I don't know. Scott, Raymond. Stop turning people into Alps. Scott, Raymond. Scott and Raymond. <laughs> Scott Cunningham, Raymond Buckley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, blank stare, like, yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to get into some personal accounts of sleep paralysis. But first, I'll now talk about the hat that belongs to these shape-shifting nipple fetish boys. Is it like special in some way? Because I absolutely cannot not talk about the hat. Yes, it's very special. Okay. First, and most importantly, the hat is visible no matter what form it takes. So the pig with the hat might look cute. But it's coming for that sweet, sweet nipple blood. Ew. That's right. Don't trust a pig in a hat. You heard it here first. What kind of hat is it though? Is it like a fedora or is it like a... You know what? I'm, I'm guessing like a little, like a German, like um, Lederhosen hat. But I can't confirm that. So this is, we're talking about Armin. Perhaps. 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 All its Perhaps. powers come from the hat. The most important, I'm assuming, is its ability to turn invisible considering the name of the hat is like camouflage cap or whatever. Oh, but can you see the hat? But you can see the hat. Oh, oh yeah. actually, I don't know. Because you can see the hat in the forms it takes. But I would be probably terrified of a floating hat. You know, I'm going to guess that when it turns invisible, you can't see the hat. Um, actually, sounds like it's going against that's the rules. Mostly, that's mostly it about the hat. <laughs> it gives them their powers. I thought we were going to get like a whole spiel about the hat. It's a fucking magic hat. It gives them powers. Like they can turn made, invisible and shapeshift. It's made from 100% wool from like the evilest sheep off of the side of the 
coast of Scotland. It's made from 100% magic. Magic wool. So yeah, sorry for the buildup. Oh well. But you know what? They that also happens sometimes. They also have an evil eye. The hat does? No, the the owl. Oh, that makes more sense. Which does what most evil eyes do? Nothing. Inflicts pain and misfortune on those caught in its gaze. Oh, okay. The eye of Sauron. And I know what you're thinking. How do I protect my sweet nip meat from these hairy little horn dogs? Bras. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> or you can put a broomstick under your pillow. That's it. You can hang an iron horseshoe from your bedpost. You can put your shoes against the bed with the toes pointing towards the door. You can put a mirror on your chest. And finally... Was it like really scared of its own reflection? I'm going to say yes. Or like some demons you can trap in mirrors, right? That's a thing, huh? Oh, yeah. We should do a whole episode on mirrors. Ooh, ooh, mirrors are fucking creepy, dude. Yeah. Like, I like mirrors. They're convenient. But do you ever like stop and just think about the mirror while you're looking into the mirror? Like, you know, I think like when you look away, it's still staring at you. Oh, God. Darkness. So if none of these things work, you can just, and you still wake up with this thing on your chest, you can just ask him to come back for coffee in the morning. That's a good way to get people not to come back in the morning. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not really what I'm looking for. (laughs) You want to get coffee in the morning? And apparently that works because your Alp boys, they're not just about the one night stand. They're going to come back for coffee in the morning. And then if I'm not mistaken, you just don't let them in. That's kind of sad though. It's looking for commitment and you're leading them on. You know what? You should just make sure you put in your online dating profile whether or not you're up for giving that nipple blood out. (laughs) I'm just saying like, you got to be 100 with some people. You can't offer them coffee in the morning and then like not let them inside. That's just rude. That is really rude. You Maybe just give them the coffee outside the door. You just like leave it outside. You Here's can some... have this today, but do not come back. Do not come back. Also, I have it on good authority that Jenny down the street has much sweeter nipple blood than me. Coffee. She has sweeter coffee. I'm tomato, tomato. I've probably got coffee coming out of my nipples Wait, let me get a point. grande nipple blood with a half and half. God. Make it brave. I want to steam it 180 degrees. So... Before we get into personal accounts, that was the Alp, by the way. It was not completely tangential. It was applicable, right? I believe so. Okay. Well, I'll give you that one. Before we get into personal accounts, we're going to talk about a few fun, like not fun facts, but just facts about sleep paralysis. Okay. Sleep paralysis. So typically it starts during adolescence and it can become more frequent in your 20s and 30s. Oh, I'm in my 20s and 30s. You can't be in both, Felicia. Um, it can last anywhere from a few seconds to a few minutes, but the real life accounts I've been reading, it very often feels like an eternity. I was just about to say it felt like the whole night. Stress. Check. Jet lag. Check. Sleep deprivation. Check. And panic disorder. Check, check, check. Can cause sleep paralysis. You know, reading this list, I think sleep paralysis could be the common denominator. <laughs> So that, that it definitely didn't help any of that. Just saying. I mean, how often do you sleep well if you're stressed, you're jet lagged, or having a fucking panic attack? Mm, my entire 23 to 25 was just a mixture of all four of those things. I mean, yeah. So in my very unqualified, non-doctoral opinion, sleep paralysis and sleep deprivation are two peas in a very exhausting pod. Oof. Bags under my eyes. Uh, just to reiterate, an inability to move or speak is the staple of sleep paralysis. It is harmless, despite the bone-chilling anxiety-inducing fear. Yeah, casual. And apparently, it can be prevented, which we'll talk about later. What do you mean like not being stressed and sleeping more and like maybe not fucking up your internal sleep clock? We'll talk about it later. Okay, well, okay, we'll stop about but, it yeah, later. Mostly those things, but come on. I got to have an ending point. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to get to a couple of real life accounts, okay. okay? One is from my friend Colin who lives in New Jersey. Uh, I just want to say, hey, buddy, thanks for listening. Thanks for pimping us out so hard. Does he listen? Yeah. Hi, Colin. And one is from my wife. Oh, that's me. That's you. And I actually want to start with yours. Oh, okay. Because, it's not prepared. Uh, 
next one. I mean, we don't have to start with yours. Well, I can go ahead and go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's hear it. So I could just preface this with like, this was at the end of my last relationship, mm-hmm. like six months-ish. Wait, you're in a relationship before me? Well, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so like this was happening like the last six months of my last relationship that was like ending horribly. Uh-huh. Um, I was really stressed out about the entire thing. Uh, I all have always like suffered from depression and anxiety, but my anxiety was hitting me like really hard during this time. And it was also, I don't want to say I had started traveling a lot more, but I had been traveling a lot more. So I was constantly like messing up my sleep schedule along with like going out all the time to like cope with some things unhealthily, mm-hmm. unhealthily, unhealthily, unhealthily. That's a word. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't sleeping a lot. And then like, so like when I would sleep, I would be quote unquote sleeping in my bedroom. And I remember one instance where I remember being awake. I couldn't move. I was trying so hard to like move my legs or get up or move my hands or even try to like lift my head. And I couldn't do any of it. I kind of like felt something that was like looking at me from like the corner of my, my like peripherals. Yeah. And... It was like this old woman. Oh my God. Describe her. So she is like, I don't want to say she kind of looks like the girl from the ring. But she's obviously like an old woman. I can't see her face, but you can tell it's a woman. Uh-huh. She's got like long gray hair and she's like hunched over a little oh, bit. God. And she's got like the creepy like. I just got to chill. Like disgusting hands or whatever. Yeah. Just like not like they're dirty or anything. They're just gross. Like gnarled. Like, just, yeah. Like yeah. They've, they've seen some shit. Oh boy. And she's just like. My wall, my bed was like two feet away from the wall, you know? Uh-huh. So like it was like my side table. She was standing next to my side table and she just like slowly like inches forward and like crawls on top of my chest. And oh, she's just God. like. Jesus Christ. I saw her a lot. But then like other times I would see it happening to my body. So I would be like standing on the opposite end of my room, like where my closet was near my TV, which was like, I don't know how to explain this, but like on the other side of the room. And I would see her crawling on my body. Oh, so that's like all three. Yeah. So like, could you also feel it while you were seeing it? Not if I was like watching it happen, but if she was like, I could feel her on my chest and like, you know, like the, like if you just, even if you just push on your chest, yeah, you can kind of feel it. Mm -hmm. Like, it makes it like a little bit harder to breathe and like you're terrified because this old woman is like just literally just like crawling on your chest because she's both 600 feet tall and and sm- somehow fits and in your room small enough to like fit on the top of your chest and like she has her whole like she's just on top of it i don't know if i'm explaining it very well but like i think you're explaining it pretty well and just to add to the creepiness because i was that bitch i had painted my room black mm-hmm. and like I would be like trying to scream and like it felt like the room had been like illuminated blue. Yeah. That was happening. And like in the morning I'd wake up and I'd be like, hey, was I screaming last night? And he's like, no. But then like he wasn't even in the my dream or whatever you want to call it at all anyway. So. Right. So that's. Damn. That's pretty much my experience with sleep paralysis. It, it, it really, I haven't had it since um, I moved to Louisiana, really. Oh, good. <laughs> less stress less stress um more blessed i mean i think we could definitely dissect that dream big time but you know what that's Maybe. that was it was a rough time oh i'm so sorry <laughs> but you know what here we are that was like we don't want no fucking hags in this house i've lived in louisiana for like what a year and a half now yeah it has been something like that right yeah been about a year and a half uh-huh things are a lot better now good news by comparison you're a lot better than the hag that was sitting on my chest i'm a lot better than the hag that was sitting on your chest <laughs> she's like this is my house get out oh god that's she... fucking scary how many times did that happen uh, that would happen at least once a week for oh like my god the last six months of my relationship and the year that i lived after he moved out that sounds awful yeah. Ugh. So. It really bad. wasn't until, like, we're just going to be, like, continue on with that. It really wasn't until, like, 
I met you and had some kind of like stability in my life that it like started slowing down. Wow. <laughs> you heard that. I'm awesome. No. Oh. <laughs> so, so thank you for sharing. Oh, you're welcome. I don't have any qualms about it. It was just like something that would happen a lot. And that I really sounds... didn't know like what sleep paralysis was really until like I was like, hey, why am I having nightmares? So it must have been extra fucking terrifying not knowing that it's a thing that happens. Yeah. And it wasn't ever just like less terrifying. Right. That's crazy. I've only had sleep paralysis, I think, twice. Lucky. One, I sort of did it to myself. So I used to have like a lamp in my room, right? Mm -hmm. And the lamp wasn't plugged into anything. So I had this gorilla mask that I wasn't using. So I put it on top of the lamp. <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? And I put a Dracula cape around the lamp so it looked like a person standing there. Oh. So one day I wake up and it's weird because I fell asleep with the light on so I can see everything. Okay. I wake up and I can't move and I look over at this, you know, ape man Girl lamp. lamp. <laughs> and it does this. Oh. It looks at me <laughs> and I, it was freaky. And then one time I just fell asleep in a living room, actually in Louisiana, and I saw like one of the, like the shadow man or whatever. Are you sure it wasn't the child? No, it wasn't. She kind of moves around like that. Yeah. No, it was a big <laughs> shadow man. Not super scary. It's just a little freaky. I woke up pretty much immediately. The Roomba. Yeah. It was the Roomba. It was the ape man coming to find me. So yeah, not nearly as terrifying. I think I was in high school when mine happened. So like regular high school stress maybe. I oh, yeah. The next story is from Colin. Oh, yeah, Colin. I'm going to just read it how he wrote it. Okay. So I don't know if you knew I was going to do that, but... Colin, <laughs> I hope you didn't put any secrets in here. Colin, I hope you didn't... Um, I don't know. I hope you didn't hope that I was going to pretty it up because he typed me this in Discord. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, Colin, let's go. So here's my story. There is a town not far from mine called Jackson. And in Jackson, New Jersey, there's a Navy base. And on that Navy base, there's a room. So my friend, Lisa, lived in this farmhouse her whole life. The house, when her parents bought it, had a whole barn in the back. Stable for horses, whole bunch of stuff that throughout her lifetime had rotted away, and they never rebuilt it because they weren't horse people. Makes sense. Like what, like centaurs, bojack horsemen? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, her father was a blacksmith. That's cool. Like, really a blacksmith. And her mother was... I like how you had to put really a blacksmith. <laughs> like, for like, real. Like, he really was a blacksmith. Like, now I'm picturing this is a dude who was making, like, plate mail and swords and shit. Like in, like, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. he's her Lisa's dad was Will Turner. And her mother was a church lady, stay-at-home mom with some odd jobs. Not odd pods, odd jobs. Okay. Now, the house... No, I'm sorry. Now, that house is old was old like when i asked about some of the foundation stones he was saying you can actually go into the woods in the backyard and find some of the markers from when the town was first founded oh nice so that meant the house was from like 1830 so i get told weird... 1830 yeah jesus so i get told weird shit happens after a few times we kept seeing this woman now when i say see her i mean like the time other than this one that I can remember, I remember freaking the fuck out because it wasn't just me. We pulled into the house and the driveway was just a long dirt driveway that ran next to the building. So as you turned, the headlights would pass in front of the whole house. As the headlights passed in front of the in front, we saw a woman in a long dress just walking from the side of the house up towards the front porch. Um, this is Billy. Quick side note. This is a little bit of like a ghost story as well because, yeah, you know. There's a ghost. It ends in sleep paralysis. Okay. Myself, Lisa, and two others basically freaked out at the same thing and just moved on. <laughs> so at the time, Lisa had a boyfriend named Derek. Fucking Derek. And he was a There's good kid. Fucking Derek. <laughs> and he was a good kid, but kind of like a boy. Like a fucking Derek. <laughs> so would he. <laughs> so when he heard that we had to sleep in different rooms because of Lisa's mom, he was kind of bummed. So I let him because get... he's a fucking Derek. Because so, he's a boy. So I let him get the bed, and I slept on the floor in front of the door. Oh, Colin, 
You, you fucked the, up right there. You fucked up, Colin. Not the floor, man. Now, what I can remember is this. I was asleep, and I woke up to what sounded like I had bumped into the nightstand end table thing that was behind me. On the table was a really old lamp and a picture frame. So I looked up to see I hadn't knocked anything over and was fine. So when I looked to Derek, I actually scared myself because next to him was a clock with red numbers. <laughs> I'm blind as fuck, so without my glasses, I just saw red looking at me in the dark. <laughs> so I laughed to myself, and then I heard the bump again. Oh, God. So I turned around, saw the picture frame slowly lower onto its face. Oh. Like, when I say I'll never forget is that I watched it slowly lower it didn't just fall because after the bump i had to physically roll over if it had fallen by the time i'd rolled over it would be down right because gravity i watched it lower onto his face and then i went to go yell for Derek, and i physically couldn't scream the air in my throat was harsh and everything came out in whispers like i was being choked then i realized something i couldn't move my hands from my chest It was like something was holding my hands to my chest and all the air was being sucked out of my body. Listen, it gets weirder. So I didn't remember this when I woke up. Hand to God, I remembered this about two weeks later when I got into a play fight with my now ex. We were just wrestling and then when she pinned me to the ground, I remembered the whole incident. I started crying and freaking out because what I remembered was looking up from Derek to a woman. I couldn't see her face, but she leaned in real close to my face, and I must have blacked out. We share a demon. All I remember is that she didn't have a face, but she looked like she weighed like 80 pounds. Small, skinny little arms, pale, but like I said, no face. And she was pinning me to the ground by my arms against my chest, and I couldn't breathe. I am freaking out right now. I refused to step foot in that house again because of this. Lisa went to the archives and found out that, remember that Navy base? Yeah. The house was used as a brothel Uh. as it was close enough to the base back in the late 1800s. Sailors murdered a prostitute there. Because of that incident, men weren't allowed to sleep upstairs anymore. I'm legit freaking out right now. Like, my heart is pounding again. That's so creepy, right? We literally had, like, the same description of the woman. Damn, Colin. I don't like it. So you guys share a sleep paralysis demon. Hit me up. Maybe yours is also a dead prostitute. It's a dead something. Ooh, I don't even like... Oh, God, man, that creeped me the fuck out. It's freaky, dude. I don't. I didn't like that at all. Ugh. Sorry if you're trying to sleep. I know, damn. Don't listen to this close to bedtime, right? Ugh. Shit. I have to... Okay, man. <laughs> I'm having like a physical reaction. Dude, we need to like detox. After this episode, we need like... Two episodes of Spongebob and some kind of like sleepy time tea. Ice cream. Ooh, ice cream. Mm. So after this, I'm eating ice cream. What y'all doing? Oh, I actually, popsicles today at it's frozen yogurt pops. Yogurt. And they're goddamn delectable oh. and they're only 100 calories each. <laughs> just trying to keep our figures, you know. Yeah, just trying to keep my girlish figure. So what else you got for me? So now I have some do's and don'ts of sleep paralysis. And this is basically the last thing I have. So, do's and don'ts of sleep paralysis. Okay. And is this kind of like sleepwalking? It kind of goes into earlier when you're like, when I mentioned there are things that you can do to prevent it, and you're like, like what? And then said a few of the things that you can do to prevent it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can try to regularly get six to eight hours of sleep a day. This is a do. Do try to get regularly six to eight hours of sleep a day. Mm, four to five. That's close, right? Totally. You know, so you'll either get sleep or paralysis. Just half one or of the it. Other. One or the other. Go to bed at roughly the same time each night and get up at the same time each morning. My phone shames me for not doing that. But you do kind of do that, right? Yeah. Get and not getting up at 3 a.m. I mean, like, you're not getting a lot of sleep, but you mostly get up at the same time and go to bed around the same time. Mm-hmm. Do get regular exercise. But not in the four hours before going to bed. So well, I was going to get exercise then. <laughs> I was going to say two out of three ain't bad, but you know what? Some of that exercise is within four hours of going to bed. Like, what are you guys doing for work that you can just like 
have four hours before you go to bed. You guys sound like responsible adults. Right. Don't eat a big meal, smoke, or drink alcohol or caffeine shortly before going to bed. They're really just knocking off all the things that I do before bed, though. Also, don't sleep on your back. This can make sleep paralysis more likely to happen. Because we know that there's like a roof witch that's waiting to climb in your window and crawl on your chest. Well, if I just sleep with a pillow on my chest, she can't get on it. She can get on that pillow. Mm. I think I'd be more freaked out if there was a pillow and someone on my chest. <laughs> like, I don't know if She's you, just like crawling around the pillow. <laughs> if you know this about me, but I don't mind things being on me. But if like my face is covered up. Yeah, you don't like things covering your face. It freaks me out. You can always tell. Yeah. I try to, like, be subtle about it. I know things. I I just turn my head and go. (laughs) So, yeah, those are the do's and don'ts of sleep paralysis. And that is really all I have. Well, that was, uh, one, really good, I think. Thank you. I would hope that um, people at home could hype you up a little bit because I liked it. Well, I feel good about it. I was concerned I was going to rapid fire through it because I was nervous. So if it ever felt like I was like cutting you off or talking over you, I was just really nervous. Because you're a man. I'm a man. And you will listen when I speak. (laughs) I feel like I'm not usually this anti-man. I'm just, it's been a a rough week for men in my life. Yeah. And I was just kidding about that too, obviously. Yeah. I just wanted to like, just... I don't know if you remember what happened last week with a man. I do remember that. And you know what? Fuck men. Just saying, like, if you're listening and you know who you are, fuck you. Also, if you're listening and you have a penis, go fuck yourself. Maybe don't send pictures of your dicks to people. I'm just kidding. Not, I mean, like, obviously, if you're listening and you have a penis, you're probably okay. You might not be an asshole. So, thanks so much for listening to. Our odd pod podcast. podcast. Um, I had a lot of fun. I had fun. I hope you uh feel informed about sleep paralysis. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully, no one that came for your awesome presentations are scared away by my systematic approach to explaining things. I hope I was uh providing the entertainment that you needed to get through it. I think you're a much better uh like cohort than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this episode, we're not going to list off a bunch of links and stuff that you can go to because on our website, our odd pod we have a bar now that oh, yeah, have all the links on it. All of that on there now. Yeah. So we can list the links, obviously. Um, Instagram, our odd Insta. You can email us our odd email at gmail.com. Um, I'm going to work on getting the Facebook group up and running more efficiently. And I'm working on our Facebook page because somehow I just completely forgotten to make one. Yeah. So we're working on our Facebook page and And, then on the Facebook page, we'll have a link to our Facebook group where I want to be able to upload some of the more graphic photos. Yeah. So it'll be like a closed thing. You'll have to. Yeah. It's private. You won't be able to, um, do such things. Right, so I talked to someone who's having a little trouble finding the group or the page. So hopefully that will be able to like streamline things a little bit. So now, on the left-hand side of our website, once again, that's www.ouroddpodpodcast.com. There's a link uh, section, and you can follow the links to our Instagram, our Facebook, our personal Instagrams, if you're interested in that. If you're interested in that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they just sign off right now yep so that's it that's our last episode (laughs) so this is our uh this is our fifth one so hopefully our link on spotify is working and we're looking forward to that oh man we're so excited for our spotify link to be up and hopefully we're working on getting on to more platforms so more people can listen definitely Um, if you have a suggestion for which one yeah your preferred platform is just send us an email or uh message one of us directly i think i get more comments via my facebook messenger yeah for sure uh than i do anywhere else i I, most of mine come from discord but you know what that's okay 
It doesn't just, make it any less exciting. Anytime someone's like, they, if anyone says that they enjoy our podcast, I get so freaking excited about it. Yeah. Just let us know what you think. If you have suggestions, um, literally just anything. If you want to say that you hate us, that's cool too. Just, I, actually, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> you, can, you can direct all your hate mail to me and I will respond. Um, <laughs> but yeah, also you can find a link to darrenmusic.com, which is our intro and outro music. That whole website is made for people like us who are looking for royalty-free music to use in our projects. So www.darrenmusic.com. There's, that's a link on our Podbean. Like Felicia said, our Spotify link should be active by the time you're listening to this episode. But in the meantime, you know, keep enjoying us on Podbean. Uh, we're learning a little bit more about it every day. It's a, it's a really good place to host if you're thinking of having a podcast. Um, yeah. I think that's it. We said we weren't going to have a long outro, and here we are. And here we are having a long outro. I just like talking to y'all, you know? <laughs> anyway, that's it. Uh, Enjoy thanks, the rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Join us next week. Oh, for tip your baristas. Be kind to your emergency personnel and your 911 dispatchers. We're just trying to help. And that's it. Yep. We're the Boneses, and we are out. out.